Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete Deruda. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers, and now so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. What a great interview that was, folks. Welcome back into The Financial Safari. Just finishing up that interview with Jim Stovall. Coach, wow. He's one of my favorite guys to interview. I've probably interviewed him 10 times over the last 12 or 15 years. He's just a great guy. I mean, when you think about all the stuff he has done with his life, after Marty, he became blind. He was a football player. Then he became blind, so he turned into a powerlifter, which, and then he won Olympic that think he won Olymp- Olympic medal mm-hmm. as a blind powerlifter. Imagine that. Incredible. They to, they, they, I guess he had to take the word for it how much <laughs> how, how much weights he was lifting. They said they gave him a medal. He said, "Are you sure it's gold?" <laughs> <laughs> Try to bite it like they did on TV back hey, in the day. Oh yeah, it's gold. Are you sure I lifted that many weights? <laughs> I love it. The only that's, gold that's I used to try to bite was that uh, Hershey's Kiss that was wrapped in the gold wrapper. So I bit in it. It tastes like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's uh, good. That's a little mean. We said the gold there, but that's it. <laughs> now listen, I don't know if you guys love these i love these clips gary uh one of our producers here at the financial safari has put together another through the years this time focusing on 1978 check this out through the years let's take a trip back in time back in time the year is 1978 and in november we learned a new phrase drink the kool-aid as cult leader jim jones tells 900 members of his church the people's temple to commit suicide and drink the poison punch. A considerable number of people were held and forcibly injected with the poison. In September of that year, Egypt and Israel signed the Camp David Accords, a crucial step in bringing peace to the two warring nations. An achievement none thought possible. The world's first human conceived through in vitro fertilization. Louise Brown was born on July 25th in the United Kingdom, called a test tube baby by the press. She began by telling the world about it. The pink, healthy baby girl who began life in a test tube. The very first Garfield comic strip is published in 41 U.S. newspapers during June of 1978. Once again, my life has been saved by the miracle of lasagna. It was a big year at the box office with John Travolta having two big movies that year, Grease along with Olivia Newton-John and Saturday Night Fever and Steven Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Wash the hair. You know, I work on my hair a long time and you hit it. He hits my hair. I can't describe it. What I'm feeling what I'm thinking. And on the small tube that year, we were watching Happy Days, Little House on the Prairie, and the Rockford Files. Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Happy Days. Hey! Whoa. Good night, everybody. Good night, Mama. Good night, Ben. Good night, everyone. Why don't you guys go back to Disneyland and leave me alone, huh? 
Give me a dime, I'm gonna crack you open like a piggy bank. So in closing, let's leave Arnold's restaurant where you'd find Richie, Fonzie, and the gang, Walnut Grove with John Boy and his family, and a trailer in the parking lot of Paradise Cove, Malibu, where you'd find Jim Rockford hanging out. Jimmy, old buddy, buddy, it's Angel. You know how they allow you one phone call? Well, this is it. We've now arrived safely back in the present. We hope you enjoyed your trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. That's great. You know, my daughter still watches Little House on the Prairie at night. <laughs> yeah, I remember that back in the day. Yeah. Classic show. Classic show. I remember Little House on the Prairie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very wholesome show. Very wholesome. <laughs> kind of like the Rockford Files better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say my, my, my little girl loves it. Oh, Little House on the Prairie? <laughs> yeah. Well, what's that... Uh, Full House, I think, that House. Bob Saget was in there. Yeah, with yeah. My daughter loves that. Oh, because, yeah, I grew that's up on, on like, that. It must be on some, like, it's all over the internet, but she loves that show. Okay, yeah, and, and that's course, very wholesome, too. She's uh, She likes the heartthrob guy, just like all the girls back in the day did. Jesse, what sure. did. <laughs> Uncle Jesse. Yeah, that's not, right. Not to be confused with Uncle Jesse from the Dukes of Hazzard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Well, that was a good year. I mean, it's it, what we're doing is we're going from 1920 I think by 1920, all the way to 2022, mm-hmm. every single year, we're putting together uh, segments like this. And we're going to turn it into an audio book and also a book, a real book on, on what it's transcribed. So you can go through and look at any year. You'll find out what the price of the car was, the inflation rates, so it's like, which is a big deal these days. <laughs> <laughs> I used to talk about inflation. I've talked about inflation on this show, Thomas, since you started with me. I've been talking about inflation since I started 18 years ago on the radio. No one's really been paying attention. Now people are really paying attention to inflation. And it just goes to say, Marty, uh, the time to pay attention is not when it hits you in the face, but before that many times. Absolutely. I had a, I had a listener that came in today who's now a client of Capital Financial. He had eight trucks that were part of his business, and he was just talking about the price of gasoline, how it affected oh, his bottom line. I'm yeah. telling you, it was... I tell you what, my heart went out to him. I'm hearing a lot of things, and I don't know if it's true or not, but we might not have any diesel fuel coming up, and that's going to be very scary because how do you think the food gets to the stores? Wow. <laughs> does it walk over true. here? The store doesn't make the food in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Lowe's, Thomas. You had to go over to Lowe's Except and get that for chicken. Lowe's, I will throw out the chicken kitchen at Lowe's all day long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Well, now, every now and then, uh, we uh, Steve Siddall in our network, every now and then, make, every single day, it seems like I'm sending him a new uh, bad advisor that I find on the Internet. and. Yes. Uh, news stories and that kind of thing and then steve picks every week he picks one and does a story on it do you have one this week i do oh you're gonna hate this Uh oh i'm gonna love it the financial safari news network presents brokers behaving badly this guy's a real piece of work bradley goodbread is his name he's charged with stealing nearly 1.3 million dollars from a 97 year old client with dementia the suburban Chicago, now former advisor, would solicit the elderly woman to send him money to make purported investments in real estate investment trusts, all on her behalf. The complaint further alleges that to fund some of the purported investments, the client, with Goodbread's advice and approval, sold securities in her account and transferred the proceeds to Goodbread. No REITs were ever purchased, and all the money went to Goodbread, where he squandered it on personal and business expenses. He was employed by LPL Financial for a dozen years, spending most of them taking other people's money. Earlier this year, LPL Financial settled a customer claim for $1.2 million. That, according to Goodbread's broker check profile. 
In that matter, the customer alleged that Goodbread caused her to execute a document appointing him as her power of attorney, and that he allegedly induced the customer to invest in fraudulent unregistered securities between 2009 and 2020. Altogether, Goodbread stole close to $2.5 million. So far, he's repaid $450,000. LPL is not named in the SEC complaint, but had no comment in this case. It is interesting to point out, though, that Goodbread's broker check record was spotless until he got caught. So what made him snap? Guess we'll never know. Criminal charges are being considered. Make sure you're dealing with a true fiduciary advisor. Well, it never ceases to amaze me. Marty, what about you? i tell you what, we've, we've talked about this week in, week out. I mean, oh. it's just sometimes you just scratch your head and say, how do they get away with this stuff? And the problem is, and Thomas, we talked about it all the time, the bigger the firm, the harder to police, and that's very difficult. Mm-hmm. But how that's can true. folks out there know they're doing the right thing? I mean, you, you form a relationship with the advisor. It seems like the nicest guy or gal you've ever met. Uh, they're, they're doing like, they're, like they're checking all the boxes, uh, the emotional boxes, the yeah, the feel-good boxes and all that, and then uh, a year down the road or two years or 10 years or 20, things start to go awry, sort of like Bernie Madoff. How do people know, Marty? How can they tell? I mean, what are some of the telltale signs? And there aren't any, by the way, but, I mean, what are they? There's no consistent ones, in other words. Mm-hmm. No, number one is you check and say, is this is this firm a fiduciary? Yeah. Are they holding themselves to a standard that they're required by law to hold themselves to? That's number one. Right, and? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, but you can a, be a fiduciary and be a bad guy too. I mean, that's know, why I'm sure Bernie Madoff was a fiduciary. Yeah, you can get on a fiduciary. <laughs> then they have they have a thing called broker check, where you can get on and check the broker, see yes. if he's had any complaints, see if there's any problems or things out there. If you, but you that's what guess. Steve just said. There were no, they had no complaints on broker check. So what are you going to do? Are they yeah. checking all the boxes? Like I say, so what happens? Yeah, it, it comes down to the end of the day. You got to trust the message, <laughs> yeah. but you got to trust the messenger. Yeah. You know? messenger and that's that's what true. Like, wow. So yeah. you have to look into the background of the firm and say, you know, have they had a ton of complaints? Take a take a, a look at Capital Financial. Go back and look at our history. That'll tell you a lot. Hey, that's a it's a good thing, by the way. Which is, is a very good thing. Yes. <laughs> oh. If I had a million dollars, I'd be rich. This week we're pretty lucky. We get a double play. Earlier we had Parker do a case of the week, and Marty, since you're here, I'm going to have you do a case of the week too. Yeah. So before the show, we got the Uncle Sam hat out. You drew a couple numbers out, and you you drew ages, and you drew uh, amount. What did you draw yeah. out? Well, I'll tell you what. This one's a little different this week. This this gentleman who turned out we're going to do this one as a single gentleman, 62 years old. Turns out that this gentleman hit the gold pot, and he's got four million. Four million dollars save for retirement. Nice, right? Okay, and then he's going to retire at Social Security age. So You're he's got sixty-two. We've got to retire at sixty-five. So he's got three that's years a, to let the money grow. That's the old Social Security age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, sixty-five. Okay. We, we've got you know we've got four million dollars and it's three years for the money to grow. We for, don't. We uh, wish we did, but yeah, we don't. We don't. Yes, but <laughs> and coaches, you always know. We always start out if the market just had a absolute zero return, Thomas. I mean, the market forever. does absolutely nothing. The market goes down forever well, and ever. Falling, Falling like a rock, but we but if it falls like a rock, the, the people that are in this tragedy don't get the negative; they just get a zero. That's exactly. And that's why right. we call it zero is your hero, Thomas. Very very important too, by the way. So we don't want to blue sky anybody by giving any artificial rates. We're pretending the market didn't ter- return a thing, and he started with four million dollars, and he has three years to leave the money alone. And at sixty five, he's going to start taking income. Now, what is that going to be? That Marty? income is going to be two hundred seventy thousand five hundred forty one dollars, Thomas. Which per is, year, per we, year. That's absolutely right. So we go all the way at, at out the age. 95 and that four million dollars has generated him three million 
$619,258 with an absolute market's going down every year for 30 straight years, right? That's incredible. And, and then that, let's say he dies that day. What uh, what does he have left it, in his account? He, lies at, he dies at 95, and he still, at that point, has an accumulated value of $658,000 left to his heirs with 0% return on his account. So wow. it's important to know that in this example, we're assuming that this catastrophe in the market every single day for the next 30 years. It's going down, down, down. If this fellow would have left his money, that $4 million in the market, he would have probably run out of money in a couple of years. Or what, what we'd say, like 12 years later, he'd be probably out of that money. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But because it's in a protected strategy, he gets income of 270000 per year for the rest of his life. And then we, we just killed him off three years later. I don't want to kill people <laughs> off. But, but if it goes longer, he continues to get that income. Now, historically... The market average is what six, seven, eight, ten percent. Let's let's say what what if the market average six percent return when he's in there? What kind of numbers will we have? That's exactly right. In that case, obviously things are going to look a lot better, Thomas. So when we come out there at age sixty-five, now he generates an income of four hundred and ten thousand dollars, over four hundred ten thousand dollars <laughs> per year. year, exactly. And we take him all the way up to age ninety-five, and this number is—I know it sounds unbelievable, but you know it's what? True. It's true. It's true, and it's reality. His withdrawals at age 95 at that point in time is $32,267,786. And Thomas, what's incredible, left behind is over $45,400,000 left to his heirs. So it's a spend and leave plan. He spent $32 million. Now, he started with $4 million. Then he, sent, he spent $32 million over the next 30 years, and he still had $45 million or so. What did you say? 40, <laughs> 40-some million yes. to leave behind. So he spent the money, and he left behind uh, even more than he started with his heirs. So this is a great plan. Folks, if you'd like a plan like this for you and your family, just to see what it looks like, hey, never hurt to get it in writing, to see the facts. No time, no pressure. I mean, just see. And now you can compare logistically what you have now to what you could have. Thomas, that's when it makes sense. So the next 20 of you call, we call it a total retirement plan. It has a lifetime income strategy, that financial fill-up in there. We'll do it for you at no cost or obligation. Thomas, just give them the number out and tell them how they can uh, contact us right now. 800-661-7383 is the number to call. 800-661-7383. Marty, uh, you you blew me away there. Your conservative numbers blew away the 4% rule, which is just incredible. And so, folks, if you want to find out more, remember there is a no cost, no obligation consultation or second opinion waiting for you at the other end of the phone line. 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. Or text plan to 600 700. Coach P. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. 